0: Welcome to a special edition of Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, Invest in Yourself. Panel discussions answering your questions on business strategies and marketing tools by sharing expertise and learning from one another. We're supporting our core values to increase our visibility, encourage collaboration, and build connections in the community. Today's question pertains to sharing tips for self-care. And I've asked three business owners to join me who are considered experts in their field to share easy, practical suggestions. And today, we're going to share 10 tips. To my left is Jane Hogan, a functional medicine certified health coach with a focus on becoming free of inflammation and pain. In your bottom left is Maxine Warsh, who is a skincare expert with a focus on anti-aging. And in the bottom right is Teresa Isabel Diaz, a pharmacist specializing in menopause solutions. And I'm Trish Tonai, the founder and host for the series. And I'm joining you today as a certified personal trainer. Welcome ladies. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I think in uh, recent days and months, we've all found ourselves with competing priorities. I'm sure everybody can agree. And I think based on this, not only the the social feeds that I've seen, but the questions that I've been asked by a lot of folks is, what kind of tips can you provide for self-care? So I'm really thrilled that each of you could join me today and just share with us a little bit about your expertise. And I'm going to start with Maxine, because I don't know about you, Maxine, but you know what? I think I became aware of aging and skin and all of those sorts of things when I was a teenager. So here I am now, you know, getting into the sort of latter part of my life. I will soon be 60. I'll be 60 this year. And I have to say, I'm really interested in hearing your tips on anti-aging.
1: Thank you, Trish. I'm 67. Woo
2: Woo! There you go.
1: And I did not fall into this by accident because, like you said, as a teenager, I was very aware of I wouldn't call it aging then, but in fact, it was aging. Over the years, I kind of stumbled into this business of natural and healthy anti-aging. And the first thing I gave up when I was trying to do it all naturally was soap. Soap is aging. Soap dries out your skin. Soap has stuff in it that is just beyond scary. You don't want to use soap on your skin. You do want to use water on your skin. You want to use the washcloth on your skin. (laughs) All you need is water when you use a washcloth. It's an antibacterial microfiber cloth that has our patent in weaving. And our cloth will take your makeup off it will cleanse your face and exfoliate with water only. You don't want to use soap, chemical removers, or makeup removers or anything with chemicals in it on your face. Speaking of chemicals, read the labels on the skincare products that you buy. If they have anything that you can't pronounce on it, it's probably not good for your skin. Remember, what goes on you goes in you. If you're putting chemicals that are dangerous on your face, it's going into your bloodstream, it's going into your body, it's going into your organs. Read the labels. If you can't pronounce it, don't use it. And the last thing I want to say is less is more. We don't need all the products. We need to know how to take care of ourselves naturally. First tip I'd like to give you about that, when you wake up in the morning and you have oils in your skin from overnight, and some of us don't, some of us are drier than others. It's because of all the things we've been using, because we've stripped ourselves of all the oils. Start to massage your face before you wash it. Just go around your eyes, go through your forehead. You'd be touching a lot of acupressure points and stimulating and getting circulation going and if there are oils you'll rub the oils back into your face i think i'm getting a little excited here (laughs) so and and then when you finish that massage it doesn't have to be a long time splash your face with some cold water get some stimulation going okay Am I
0: taking up too much time? No, not at all. And you know, if you think about it, when we all think back to what our grandmothers, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, were able to use, they didn't have all these fancy dancy creams, you know, they just used some basic, as you say, natural ingredients, they probably shared things when they were having coffee and tea with their friends, right? And they were using things that were probably out of the kitchen, for goodness sake, you know, Mm -hmm. when you think about it they didn't have all the all these, you know, wonderful creams that are are currently available now. So that's really great advice, Maxine. Thank you very much for sharing that. My pleasure. And a wonderful segue to Jane, because I know that Jane is um, very much interested. I, I, I coined the phrase with Jane, she traded her hard hat for a yoga mat because she used to be an engineer in her previous life. And then she made a transition into the wellness world. So um, Jane, share us with some, some of the things that you would consider to be great tips for self-care.
2: Well, you know, I, I love this whole idea of put good in. And actually, one of them is like put good on as well, because what you put on your skin goes in. So, Maxine, thank you for that. Um, but put good in. I'm going to focus today on thoughts. So putting thoughts in. Our thoughts are so important because our thoughts create emotions within our body. Our emotions create vibrations within our body. Vibrations are energy. And that's what our cells respond to. And our whole autonomic nervous system responds to our energy. And so it starts with our thoughts. Certain thoughts can create stress. Other thoughts can create relaxation. So I'm going to give you three times where to really focus on your thoughts throughout the day. So the first one is when you wake up in the morning. So first thing, create a habit. The first thing you ask yourself when you wake up is, you could say, today is gonna to be a great day, or what can I get excited about today? And find something, anything at all, because you know if we're waking up, that's something to be excited about, right? So we can always find something to be excited about. When we generate that thought of excitement, the feeling of excitement, we're creating energy within our body and that's gonna start our day, set the tone for the day. So that's first thing in the morning. And then uh, as you go about your day, if you feel your energy getting a little bit depleted, if you're feeling a little bit stressed or worried or frustrated, then you can bring yourself back with this little practice and it's called heart-focused breathing. And I teach this to, all my clients. Really, it's a scientifically studied uh, process that very quickly can turn your uh, nervous system around to that rest, digest, relax state again. So you simply focus on breathing into your heart. So you imagine that you're breathing into your heart, filling up your heart space. And then while doing that, you, f- you think about either a person or a place or an event where you experienced a lot of joy or happiness or love, one of these positive emotions. And you feel that feeling in your heart while you're breathing into your heart as if you were there again. So you just just take like two or three minutes, think about this thought, the emotion, breathe it into your heart. And when we do this, we get coherence within our heart. It starts it starts operating really efficiently. We get coherence between our heart and our brain; they're always communicating. And then we also get coherence between the two hemispheres of our brain. When that happens, we move into that relaxation state and out of the stress state, and um, and we actually think better. We make better decisions because when we're when we're in the stress state, our our cognitive brain doesn't work as well. So. On top of that, you'll have more energy because everything is just running smoothly and efficiently. So if you can just notice what you're you're thinking about, notice if you're feeling stressed and just slip into this heart-focused breathing. And then the third one is right before you go to sleep at night, so when you turn out your light say to yourself, what happened today? That was a magical moment. Or what is something I can feel really grateful for today? And you don't need to stop at one. I find I just kind of keep on going. And this is really great. You review your day. You're setting those good feelings again. You're also telling your brain, it's all is good in my world. And then you're setting yourself up for great sleep. And when you get sleep, of course, you're gonna have more energy for the next day. So when you wake up in the morning, throughout the day and right before you go to sleep after you turn out that light.
0: That's really great advice. And you know, I'm sure that Maxine would probably agree that while we're getting good sleep, so is our skin rejuvenating, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: For sure. So th- that's really great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Jane. And Teresa is, uh, as a, I mentioned, a pharmacist, and she specializes in menopause. And hopefully, for all of the folks who are in our viewing and listening audience, they don't have to start to worry about menopause for quite some time. But for those of us who have sort of of that certain age and we're sort of in the throes of having to uh, re-navigate and become reacquainted with our bodies really, because Mm -hmm. menopause sets us into a whole sort of different state. And I can see, you know, I'm sure that not only is Maxine and Jane shaking their heads, but I'm sure folks in our viewing and listening audience are going, oh yeah, I can relate to that. So Teresa, what would you recommend for folks who are sort of transitioning through that stage of life as some self-care tips? So I would start with being aware of your body. So
3: see how you feel, what's changing, what's becoming a new trend or what's leaving, what's going around with your body, with your mind, with your uh, with your uh, whole system. And menopause is just the end of a fertility, so the ovaries stop working before we stop working usually. And they don't turn off overnight. So they age for a few years. So you can start feeling changes in your late 30s, in your early 40s, and most women are not prepared for that. So if you are at that age, pay attention to your body and see what's changing, what's not, and confirm with your doctor if it is due to a medical condition or just a natural um, journey of menopause as your ovaries become uh, older and eventually shut down. And if you're already in postmenopause, which is the rest of your life, and average age in North America is 51. So we can live up to 80, 90, and 100. So we might live a third or two thirds of a half of our life in postmenopause. So as you said, things change. We have to live without estrogen. So Take it easy, go easy on yourself. Self-love goes a long way to go through the menopause journey, which can be challenging for a lot of women. And if you're not feeling very energetic today, if you can take three or four things off your list or to-do list, take them off, go for a walk, rest, take a nap. So be aware of your body and its needs and try to focus on what you need today. Tomorrow will be another day and you may feel very different and tomorrow you catch up to whatever you can do today. So love yourself. Self-care goes a long way to navigate the journey and um, just be aware of what's going on. The second tip is to drink more water and less alcohol because we all know that most women do not drink enough water. What is very important for brain health? And brain seems, is being studied right now that in menopause, the lack of estrogen affects our cognition in different ways than affects men because they don't have estrogen loss the way we do. So one of the things we can do to decrease our brain fog, uh, lack of concentration and memory issues that so many of us experienced through the uh, perimenopause years is to drink more water because according to the specialists, our brain is made of a lot of water and needs a lot of water to function properly. So the eight glasses that most people want to think of, it's a myth, are really, really necessary for brain health. If you tend to get headaches at the end of the day, it could be that you dehydrated, that you did not get enough water. On the other hand, alcohol also dehydrates you and it's bad for your skin and it's bad for your sleep if you tend to have a drink at the end of the day that alcohol that you ingest is going to affect your sleep your sleep won't be as restful as regenerative you won't be as deep so you won't get as much rest if you drink alcohol so if you don't believe me try it out for a week stop drinking for a week and see if your sleep improves And if you feel much better, more energy, more focus, the third thing is stay positive, and I spell it P-A-U-S-E, as Jane said, what we put in our brains is very important for how we live our lives. It is some. one of the women I counsel, I was saying, be positive. Look forward. It's going to be great. It's just a new phase of life. Yeah, but while I'm in it, it sucks. (laughs) All right, I get it. I've been there than that. Uh, I started this business because my son asked me if I was bipolar because my mood swings were so uh, extreme that the whole family was getting affected. So stay positive. This won't last forever. This also, you will also get through this. If you need help, I'm here. There's a lot of things you can do. If you must go on Google, look for good information like the North American Menopause Society <laughs> or the Canadian Menopause Society. They will give you tips to, uh, to navigate the change in a better place. So stay positive, this shall pass. And if you need help, find the help you need. And those are my three
0: tips. You know what I really love is that, you know, between Maxine and Jane and now you, Teresa, we're we're really focusing on some very similar things, right? Like put good in. So you know, I love the tip about the water because certainly when I became a personal trainer um, you know in 2009, the reason why I became a trainer was because of corporate burnout. So at that particular stage in my life, I had just gone through corporate burnout and there I couldn't find the help that I needed. And I thought, you know, one of the things that we need to do in terms of our overall health is exercise. And we all know that, you know, we have to include some form of exercise. So my tip to everyone is really walking. And, you know, it seems so fundamental, right? Like all of our advice seems so practical and fundamental, but really walking is the best form of exercise that we can actually do. It gets us out into the fresh air, especially now we can kind of wave at our neighbors and sort of see folks in our community. And it really gives us that opportunity to refocus our energy. So I really love that the, the all four of us in sort of the total mind, body, spirit have some real similarities with the water and the positive attitude. And you know, just taking a look at making contributions that fill us up because we all know that we can't be our very best or show up as our best unless we take care of ourselves first. And I think that every single one of us can probably sit back over our years in business and entrepreneurship can say, there's been times when I haven't put myself first. Mm -hmm. And those are certainly the times when we start to look for those tips and resources and tools and connections with people who can sort of help us um, along our journey. One of the things I wanted to ask is based on the information that we've heard today, Maxine, what would you say would be one of the things that maybe you, brought it to the forefront of your mind and you thought, geez, you know, I've really forgotten about that. I need to do that. Is there anything that we've shared that you would say, you know, I need to do a little bit more of that?
1: Um,
0: I, I find that I've had
1: a lot of time during this last year to get a lot of rest. And I love what Teresa said about, not being so hard on yourself and allowing the rest when you body feels it Mm -hmm. it needs it you know will tell you Mm -hmm. i i so i and and in that time i do get to um practice my self-awareness jane's advice about um telling yourself something good every day you know Mm -hmm. i I tell myself all of life comes to me with joy and ease and glory like a thousand times a day. And um, I can say that um, we're all probably preaching to each other's choir. It's been been great I this is this has been great for me <laughs> I hope everybody that's watching is loving it as
0: much as I am yeah for sure lucky to participate in it thank you thank you Jane what about you I, I know that we you know you you're very much in alignment with the total mind body spirit connection and so has anyone shared any tips with you that you kind of go geez yeah I really need to do a little bit more of that Well, you know,
2: something I hadn't thought about that Maxine said was, uh, you know, I use natural products, but I never thought about using my own oil. So that is a great tip. But you know, uh, the things that we've shared, it's, these are not hard things. Mm -hmm. They're very simple things. Um, But it's getting, it's making the habit, uh, Mm -hmm. making them a habit and really getting, making ourselves do them. And a lot of times it's not that we, we don't, it's not even that we don't have the time because look, how much time does it take to do some of these things? Not very much time, but it's keeping them, um, at the forefront and making them a habit. So like, I I just want to offer another tool for, um, making anything a habit is always, if you want to create a new habit, make it easy. So set up, set it up ahead of time, make it attractive and do it right after you some, you already do something. So I mentioned about, you know having this thought right after you turn off the light you're doing that every night anyway perhaps um you mentioned going out for a walk Trish so that might be something you do every morning after breakfast or every evening after supper so you tie it with something that you're already doing and then all of these habits can be ones that you pull into your life and really it, all of these are, are acts of self-care, and as you said, we need to we need to do this because then we have more to give for the people around us. We can be the change for the people in our families and in our circle of influence. Right, for
0: sure. And what about you, Teresa? Is there anything that uh, because I know you know what as a pharmacist, and I know you you've been on this road of really trying to educate people on the fact that menopause is a part of natural life, and you know what, it's not really something that we talk about because it's one of those subjects where you're kind of like a little bit taboo. And I love your reference, you know, when when your son mentioned, you know, mom, what's going on? I mean, I live alone, but I have to say that, you know, there's sometimes when I look in the mirror and think, oh, geez, Louise, really? Like, you're really not on your game today. What's happening? So, you know, those kinds of things happen to all of us. So is there anything that you have found that's been really useful in what we've shared today?
3: I, I like uh, Maxine's uh, trick for massaging the, yeah. the face because it takes me forever to wake up. I need 20 minutes after I open my eyes to, to feel awake. So I can use those 20 minutes for some good function. And also splashing cold water. I think it's good for the skin and it's also good for the body. Kind of shocks at it too good morning how are you today Yes. and i i had to do the exercise when jane was explaining it put my hands on my heart take a deep breath close my eyes and thinking of something that i enjoyed doing in the past and i i have to tell you jane thank you for that because i'm sure myself and many other entrepreneurs after a few hours of working hard sometimes we get a little bit disappointed after a few weeks or months we can get disillusioned, and everything looks negative unless it's, it's so hard to get get a positive spin on things but that is such an easy exercise to do and i bet you nobody can resist the positive spell of that thought it was just such an amazing thing and as you said the problem here it's not how difficult these tips are to implement is remembering to do them and uh, maybe I'll write a a list of all the tips on the wall and try to put them all into a day because it won't take much.
0: You're you're absolutely right and uh, on behalf of all of our viewing and listening audience ladies I really want to thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us in this special edition of Invest in Yourself because all of us come from a different place and yet it's really wonderful to see how many similarities we all have as we try to serve our communities and the folks in our various different communities. So thank you so much for joining me. Ooh,
2: thank
0: you so thank much. You. It was a lot of fun. Love. To me. our viewing and listening audience, I wanna thank you again for joining us in this edition of Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real and invest in yourself and take some of these wonderful suggestions that these ladies have shared with us today. And let's incorporate some of those into our everyday lifestyles so that we can be there, we can show up and be positive and really be able to attract the wonderful things that we know that we all deserve in life. So thank you so much for joining me, and we certainly look forward to meeting you again soon.